0: Godino spent most of his time trying to avoid it. School didn't provide much escape, expelled almost instantly from every institution he ever attended. From the age of ten he took to wandering the streets, returning home only when hunger drove him to it. His father had been drunk for as long as Godino could remember, and frequently beat his wife and kids senseless. But Godino, uncontrollable from the start, came in for special attention, and his father frequently thrashed him around the head with a belt buckle. By the time he was sixteen, he had twenty-seven scars on his head to prove it. Most people regarded him as a slightly demented but harmless local pest. In fact, behind his somewhat vacant gaze, Godino, was a very resourceful killer. At the age of seven, he was busy torturing to death every animal he could get his little hands on, and then keeping them under his bed in a box. What's more, on his daily jaunts about town, he was single-mindedly luring children to abandoned houses and wastelands, and murdering them. It took him a while to get it right when he was 7 he beat up 17-month-old mugual de poale and then threw him into a razor-sharp thorn bush but was spotted by a policeman who had seen the small boy crying and rushed over to see what was happening the resourceful santos began caressing the boy told the policeman he had found him in the bush and insisted that he take him back to his mother when he got back with the child he was rewarded with some sweets. Godina wasn't the brightest boy in the world, but he had a cunning streak. Of the eleven times he tried to kill, he was interrupted five times by nearby adults or police, but managed to talk his way out of it every time. Even when he was taken to the police station, which happened three times, His age worked in his favor, and he was released soon afterwards. Moreover, in most cases his victims were too young to even talk. A year after trying to kill Di Poile, he hospitalized toddler Anna Neri for six months, after trying to cave her head in with a rock. Believing the girl dead, He found the girl's father and told him that he had found her lying on the ground and that she had fallen over. Shortly after that, he claimed his first fatality. He was never able to remember her name properly, and her body was never discovered, but he did remember later that she was too young to walk, so he had carried her to an abandoned patch of land, where he buried her alive in a ditch. It was March 1906, and Santos Godino was nine years old. In the same year his father gave up on him and took him in to the local police station, complaining that his son was utterly indifferent to any kind of authority whatsoever. As well as hurling rocks at the neighbors and seriously injuring them, by now Godino was also attacking his brothers and sisters his father told the police that if they didn't take him into some kind of custody, he would kill the little bugger himself. He had, so legend has it, on that very morning found a dead bird in his boot—a present from Santos, no doubt. According to a statement signed by Francisco Laguada, the head of the local police station, Godino's father, Fiori, walked into the station and filed official charges against his own son. The statement reads as follows. In the city of Buenos Aires on April fifth, nineteen 1906, a person appeared before me and identified himself as Fiore Godino, a 42-year-old Italian immigrant who has been living in Argentina for eighteen years. During his testimony, Fiore Godino said that he had a son called Cayetano Santos, who is an Argentinian citizen by birth and who is nine years and five months old. Fiore Godino contends that his son is uncontrollable and rebellious and does not respond in any way.